Sik kurite ut comprehendatis. So run that you may obtain. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Church, our Mother, knows that little children that we are, we are always falling down and always needing to begin again. And so she is constantly allowing us to begin again. Especially necessary for us beginners here in the monastery. We follow, as St. Benedict says in chapter 73, an incoationis regulam, a rule of beginning, which allows us to show that we have an initium conversationis, the beginning of a holy way of life. And so the Church gives us constant opportunities to begin again. Each day is a new beginning, each week. But today, in a particular way, as we begin the long preparation for the Paschal Mystery, we are solemnly invited to start afresh from Christ. And the invitation given us today to make a new beginning is, in some ways, a very sobering one. We hear addressed to each of us our Lord's words, Quid ixtatis tota die otsiosi? Why do you stand here all the day idle? And each of us can hear those words addressed to us and reminding us of all the ways in which we are idle, all the ways in which we have not yet begun to respond to all that God has invited us to, all the ways in which we fall short of the goal which is set before us and how far we have yet to go. There's even the, sobering, even the sobering reminder from St. Paul that not all those who set out from Egypt were pleasing to God. Not all of them made it into the Promised Land. In fact, we know very few of them did. And so our Lord says, multi sunfocati pauci vero electi. As we make this new beginning, we're reminded that the stakes are high, that we have a long way to go that there will be many trials along the way. And yet the message given us in today's Mass, as in every Holy Mass, is a message of great hope, of great encouragement. There are trials, to be sure. The stakes are high. But the helps that God gives to us are abundantly greater than the trials that lay in the way. We were reminded at Matins of the creation. We'll hear about the fall later in the week, but we were presented, first of all, with God's intention and reminded that all that he created was valde bona, very good, good indeed. The journey that we're beginning today has as its aim the restoration of God's original plan. The very good thing that he created in which he placed our first parents. This is what he wants to see restored. It's what he will restore in his son. We look forward to our Lord's death and resurrection which will bring about the new creation. The second Adam allowing creation to fulfill God's original intention for it. And so as we set out on this journey, which we know will lead us along the Via Dolorosa, we know what 
Where we come from and where we go, we come from the loving hand of God who made all things good, and we're going towards him, from whom, yes, we departed by the sloth of disobedience, but who lovingly calls us back to him so that he can recreate us. And the Mass today reminds us constantly that he is ready and waiting to hear us when we call to him. The sorrows of death surrounded me, the sorrows of hell encompassed me, and in my affliction I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice from his holy temple. And then we respond in the first words of Psalm 17, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my firmament, my refuge, and my deliverer. This can be perhaps the word that we take with us more than any other from today's Mass. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. As we run in the race, as we contend in the contest, always on our lips, always in our heart, should be those words, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord, our strength, who has made the helper of the poor man in tribulation, let those hope in thee who know thee. In other words, to know thee, O God, is to hope in thee. How can one truly know thy heart as thou hast revealed it, and not hope in thee? For thou dost not abandon those who seek thee, O Lord. The poor man shall not be forgotten unto the end. We continue to cry out to him from the depths, from the depths of the misery of fallen man in the De Profundis, knowing that Apute propitiatio est, in thy presence is merciful forgiveness. Verbum erat apud Deum, the word was apud in the presence of God, and that word is nothing else than propitiatio, the loving kindness of God, which will be made manifest to us in his Son. And that same loving kindness is on display in the Gospel, as even the men who are standing idle at the eleventh hour are invited into the vineyard and given exactly the same wage as those who have worked all day. No matter how idle and useless we may feel that we've been, the Lord who is rich in mercy, the Lord who is the help of the poor man in tribulation, wants us to make a beginning of going into his vineyard, and he's ready to give us an abundant reward. We will call on him in the communion, make thy face to shine upon thy servant. As we sing that, he does indeed make his face to shine on us, his Eucharistic face, the light of his Eucharistic countenance, shining upon us. Domine non confundar, quonim invocavite. Let me not be confounded, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. We began the liturgical cycle in Advent, saying, Those who wait for thee shall not be put to shame. Non confundendur. And today again, Domine non confundar. Non confundas mea expectatione mea. He will not let those who hope in him be put to shame. As we begin this road towards the cross, we are still in the afterglow of our Lord's birth, still awaiting his presentation in a few days. The light 
of his infant countenance still shines upon us. And it is that which leads us on in the race that we're beginning to run. The athletes compete to receive a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible one. This crown isn't just a thing, it's not just an abstraction. This crown is a person. Jesu corona virginum, Jesus the crown of virgins. Jesus the crown of all of the saints. He is the incorruptible crown whom we are running towards, who draws us to him by love. Diligante Domine, Fortitudo Mea. And so it is that when we begin to pant and feel out of breath, then it seems that we can't finish the race. Then we look to the infant Jesus in the arms of his mother. And we look to both of them and we say, draw me, we shall run. That is how we run the race. Not under our own steam, but drawn by love, drawn by the sweet attraction of the mother of God and the blessed fruit of her womb. And if we run with our eyes fixed on them, then as St. Bernard says, ipsa duce non fatigavis, with her as thy guide, thou shalt not fail, thou shalt not be overcome by weariness and fatigue. With her as thy guide, thou shalt indeed run so as to lay hold of the prize, the prize which is Jesus himself, our glory and our crown. In the name of the Father.